laughed at Varig. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Mufasa, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday then, it's Friday, Sunday, what? It's Friday episode number 114. This is your boy, Scott here, the host of the Woke Facades live stream and podcast. Great to have everyone here. Welcome to everyone in over on Twitch, on DLive, on Rumble, on Odyssey, and of course, my favorite fam over on the Foxhole. Love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. We got a fun show today packed with full of news, some funnies, and all around Good Friday vibes. Thank you again to all my beautiful mods for showing up to the shows every day and hanging out with me. And as you guys can see in the thumbnail, we got Aaron Rodgers, the NFL superstar, and just so happens to be um, my my uh, that's my team. I still watch football, and I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I'm gonna even show you guys. I'm even wearing the damn jersey today, which I don't normally ever do. But we're gonna be talking about him um, more later on in the show because he came out saying a lot of different things. Talking about the vaccine and it's got the world going. It's gonna be fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So guys, while you get nice and comfy, while you guys get nice and comfy in the chats as I see you guys are always doing here already, let's get into today's sponsor, shall we? We're gonna be talking about Flip City Magazine. These guys I've been my first sponsor since I started the show, and they are still here years later. I love these guys. 
These guys have full-colored print satire magazines that are better than the Babylon Bee. There are no woke zone, and they are put. They are not PC by any means, guys. You can go right to there, right to their website, flipcitymag.com. Check out their beautiful website. They have their artwork. They have their T-shirts. They have all that stuff. You can even click shop now. It'll bring you right to their page, and you guys can check out to see what kind of what kind of stuff that you can get into. We don't know if there's going to be any products uh, left to buy for Christmas, so check out. They already got their new issue, uh, new issue here, which I cannot wait to get. I love these magazines. These are these are magazines you can uh, you can show your kids. They're family friendly. They're snapshots of history, and there's something you can pass down to the family to remind them of the history and all the times that we have gone through. And they make fun of the same people that we mock on this channel relentlessly. Gonna tell you guys right now. Get the subscription. The, the subscription is worth the money instead of the single print. You get all the previous, uh, all the previous, uh, all the previous magazines up to current, and you, they come in these beautifully professionally packaged um, packages, and they're really, really nice. They're two Patriots out in California, guys. I've known them for a while, and uh, they got a really good product. Sports their uh, sports their business, a Patriot business, and also supports this channel, guys. Use code woke ten, get your ten ten uh, percent off. And you'll be on your merry way. How's everyone feeling today? It is Friday. We made it. We had a crazy, 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 crazy news day yesterday. And uh, we're back here again to bring you guys the latest. We had uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She went into the January 6th prison, um, the wing of the, it's called the Patriot Wing um, in the D.C. prison. And uh, she revealed exactly what she saw. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how James O'Keefe, the feds and the DOJ raided some of his journalists. We're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be talking about kids and COVID, unfortunately. Got to talk about some uh, some pretty disgusting things, and then we're going to end off with uh, the Aaron Rodgers burning down, burning down the cult of the left with this vaccine, and uh, getting to some leftovers, guys, and bring you right into the weekend tomorrow. It's going to be a great episode. Thank you all for hanging out. Let's get into the news, but shall we? We have a lot to cover. For all my Arizona Patriots, Senator Kelly Townsend is working her ass off and election reform is coming. It is absolutely coming and she wrote this on Twitter today. I just opened a bill folder that'll make it a class two misdemeanor to lose ballots that are not discovered until after 7 p.m. on election night. I'm about done with ballots being found after the election. It should be a crime to misplace ballots and break the chain of custody. And ladies and gentlemen, this is something that I've been talking about and wanting to discuss for a while now is how is it still possible legally that we can do elections, not an election night, and be carried out days and hours after the fact of the deadline, and then all these votes get counted? you guys realize that we talked about Ed Durr out in Jersey? Everyone loves them some Ed Durr out in New Jersey taking down Sweeney. Sweeney tried to inject 12,000 votes found two days after the fact into the race, and it still wasn't enough for him to cheat and win. It should be a misdemeanor even more if there's ballots coming in hours or days after the fact on election night. It is fraudulent, but where the where all this all these shenanigans uh, live is where the fraud lives. It needs to be cut down. Arizona is going to be cutting it out and saying any ballots coming in after the 7 p.m. deadline, they will not be counted. Will not be counted. And I am all for it. Shout out to uh, Senator Kelly Townsend getting some work done out there. And we're still waiting to see what Bronovich is going to be doing. Um, with the investigation into into the uh, audit from the cyber ninjas. And if you guys, have you guys been following what's been going on 
with the Rittenhouse case. The prosecution that is trying to take Kyle Rittenhouse down has been an absolute embarrassment. And probably the headshot that you could probably describe, the headshot to their case, happened yesterday. This is from Jordan Chamberlain out on Twitter. The prosecutor says, so your interpretation about Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum was the man, the, pet, the child pedophile that, uh, that Rittenhouse took out, was trying to do his complete guesswork. And look what Richie here said. This is absolutely hilarious. Watch this exchange. I mean, you have no idea what Mr. Rosenbaum was ever thinking at any point in his life. You have never been inside his head. You never met him before. You don't know. I've, I've never even, I've never exchanged words with him, if that's what your question is. So your interpretation of what he was trying to do or what he was intending to do or anything along those lines is complete guesswork, isn't it? Um, well, he said, fuck you, and then he reached for the weapon. Guys, listen to the last part again. It's so good. Isn't it? Um, well, he said, fuck you, and then he reached for the weapon. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about that. So they're trying to nail Kyle to the wall. They want this, they want Kyle Rittenhouse to bleed for, uh, for killing this child pedophile that was attacking him. And this guy's like, yeah, I've never met, I never met Rosenbaum. I don't know him, but what I did see was he said, fuck you. And then he tried to reach for, uh, Kyle's weapon. And then Kyle shot him. Mmm. Let's talk about that, shall we, guys? And I was watching, uh, I was watching some of the trial today. They brought in, uh, this, these, uh, these two Indian brothers that have, that have ownership in car dealerships out there. And it was just an absolute nightmare. The prosecution looks weak. The uh, the judge for this case is base dropping Bible verses and shit. Talking down the prosecution. We're going to have to see how this case works out. But just from uh, overall vibes and watching watching here and there uh, throughout the couple days, it looks like Kyle Rittenhouse is probably going to get off. And this might set off more riots. But it's been an absolute shit show for the prosecution and the defense for Kyle. They've been doing an outstanding job, and it really, I think the prosecution is doing their jobs for them. So, in other news here from guy, from CNBC, Barclay subpoenaed by U.S. Virgin Islands over connections to late sex criminal Jeffrey Epstein. Guys, we talked about just earlier in the week that the Barclay CEO was stepping down, stepping down from, uh, from being part, uh, from anything related to Barclays. We get the news today that the Barclays, the owner, he is now subpoenaed. That would probably be why he stepped down over his connections to late sex criminal Jeffrey Epstein. And the thing is, the uh, they are getting a grant, they're getting a jury assembled right now for uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. This is all part of the timing, and I have a, I have a funny feeling. I just have that funny feeling. There's going to be more people, more people coming down um, with what's going to be going on in that case. So we're going to be on the lookout, and you're going to get all the uh, latest on that as well. So, another news here from Conservative Brief. More people out of this Wisconsin sheriff case are making five criminal referrals for election commissioners. And it's pretty funny. I know a lot of people are still saying that, you know, I wish uh, Imbranovich here out in Arizona make these arrests already. Well, Wisconsin sheriffs, they definitely did. They put in five criminal referrals for election commissioners. This is from the Racine County Sheriff Christopher uh, Schmalling said in a Wednesday news release he has filed criminal referrals against five election commissioners after an investigation found they may have violated state balloting laws during the 2020 election cycle and the referrals to Racine County District uh, Attorney Patricia Hansen, a Republican, were for five of the commissioners 
six members and accuses them of election fraud. It's going to be extremely interesting to see if these guys go down because they were caught on video. And if you guys watch the live stream with me, they played the video at the press conference of one of the commissioners telling their clerks on video to break the law. They actually say the words, yeah, we're technically telling you to break the law. I don't think it's going to go too uh, too well for them when you got a solid case like that. But, it, hey, the media tells us we're all conspiracy theorists for saying that uh, election fraud is fake. Well, it's very real, and these people may go down for it. In other news, guys, did you realize that uh, the, the funeral, the funeral, what was his name again? I forgot his name. Damn it. <laughs> I forgot his name. There was a big funeral for one of, oh, uh, not Cheney. I wouldn't, it's not Cheney either. You guys can let me know in the chat. I completely, I'm drawing, I'm, I just pulled a Joe Biden right now. Pal, Colin Powell, thank you so much. This was the funeral, some of the, uh, some of the, uh, video coming out of this. All this is so eerie and weird. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Check this out. We got all the players in there today. There's Michael and Obama. Oh, hey, what's up, Bush? What up, Bush? There's uh, Bush's lady behind him. Bush and uh, Michael seem to be very, uh, very close. You got all these deep state actors hanging out with each other, right? All these deep state actors hanging out with each other. And the other video that we got here... Ah, oh, there he is. There's his best friend. Guys, watch watch the weird, over-the-top, we got to show the cameras that we're still best friends with Biden and Obama. Watch this. Obama must hate Joe Biden. Hate his guts. Especially right now. Oh, we're so sad. We're so sad. So sad. <laughs> so we had that. And then there was some, I think this was the music they were playing out of this. It was just creepy as hell. I might have been this one. I have four videos here. Check this out. Ah, oh, yes, that's right. Everybody was here. They were all there. General douchebag, white, white power man back there, white rage man in the background there. This seemed to be all of them. And then, oh, I didn't put it. Okay, either way. Guys, the whole thing was just creepy. The whole thing was just creepy as hell. It didn't make any sense. And uh, they, they had this weird, like, bag. It, it sounded like if you were to play music from hell, that was the music they were playing during this entire funeral. It was weird. But I want people to remember, we were talking about, uh, you know, Spygate, Russiagate, all that yesterday, how this all goes back. All goes back to uh, Biden. Just want to throw a clip in there of when Trump and Biden were doing their were doing their debates for the presidency. Remember this clip, guys? We're a disaster. They were a disgrace to our country, and we've caught them. We've caught them all. We've got it all on tape. We've caught them all. And by the way, you gave the idea for the Logan Act against General Flynn. You better take a look at that because we caught you in a sense and. President Obama was sitting in the office. He knew about it, too. So don't tell me about a free transition. Or a don't tell me about a free transition. If champs, if you're out there, man, thanks so much for that clip. Um, he, but <laughs> they're all there together. And they have all ties to all that stuff. All those players that you saw there, guys. And even even Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was there, too. But uh, the husband, Bill, Bill was not. 
Bill was not. I thought that was very curious. But we're going to talk about the Clintons at the end of the show today because Mark Ellis put out a very, very strange tweet that we're going to be talking about. And in other news here from Breitbart, Dyson Winsome Sears is a black mouth moving, justifying GOP's white supremacist legacy. Guys, this remember... Winsome Sears won uh, the lieutenant governorship out in Virginia. She is the lieutenant governor-elect. She challenged She challenged here this disgusting, garbage human being, Joy Reid, to go on her show. And as of, as, as of now, I've not heard of anything. She brings on this man here, Michael Eric Dyson. And this is what he had to say about Winsome Sears. This is, this is absolutely gross. Comment on this. Because the two choices that voters had in Virginia... We're a black woman who shares my daughter's name and Jamaican heritage and a black right. and an Afro Latina <laughs> who's part Lebanese. So you had the choice of two brown slash black people and you pick one of them. Do you get credit? <laughs> Do you get special credits like I had ice cream or cake as two options, but I want credit for lowering my calorie count because I picked ice cream. You had two choices and they were both black. Uh, I, your thoughts. <laughs> and, and you I've eaten the cake and the ice cream, clearly. But what's, what's interesting what it, is that you're absolutely right. They want credit for breathing. They want credit for having lungs. They want credit for having hair in the morning or getting up and brushing their teeth. Look, I've made an achievement that should be noteworthy. No, you are doing what all political figures must do, make choices. The problem is here, they want they want white supremacy by ventriloquist effect. There is oh a black God. mouth moving, but a white idea through the running on the runway of the tongue of a figure who justifies and legitimates uh, the white supremacist practices. Guys. This is some of the most disgusting racist rhetoric I have heard in a long time. And it's really alarming when you got two black people, one, and Joy Reid's a Jamaican, apparently. And if you guys forgot, Winsome Sears is a Jamaican immigrant. And she's literally comparing because there was only two choices. I mean, that was the two choices. People are going to vote for one or the other. This isn't, this isn't rocket science. And like, well... They're still racist, though, because they had to choose between a black woman and a Latina and a Latina black woman. These people are the most evil, disgusting human beings on the planet. And all they do is project to the point where I I don't I'm speechless. And then he goes and says that she's a she's a black mouth moving like mouthpiece for white supremacist. <laughs> I hope these people Burn it all. I hope. I hope they burn these uh, these places to the ground um, with the with their actions, with their news, with their policies. These people are straight up evil, ladies and gentlemen. There is no doubt about that. And in other Ohio news, guys, Republicans introduced. He'll always love to do that to me. Ohio lawmakers introduced abortion bill that goes further than Texas law. And I just wanted to bring that up because this may be, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, this generation that we're living in now. It may be the generation that takes down abortion, and I'll, I'm all about it. We gotta stop taking out babies just because people can't wrap it i'm all over it all over it and from the epic times ladies and gentlemen newly elected virginia attorney general says he plans to investigate sexual assaults at loudon county schools that's the thing ladies and gentlemen there was a full sweep in republican and republicans for virginia and the attorney general promises there are going to be investigations into the loudon county schools for all that sexual assault because remember that girl that got raped in the school by the boy in the skirt, surprise, 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 they all look the same. This is the mother 
of the son that raped the girl. And remember, she came out and said yesterday, please stop, please stop going after my son. He's just, he was sexually challenged and it, he was justified in doing what he did. And on top of it, she doubles down today and says, mother of Loudoun County bathroom rapist blames victim. You're 15. You can reasonably defend yourself. These lefties are all the same. And they all look the same. They all look cucked out, pale as hell, rainbow mask, disgusting short hair. All the women look like men. This isn't, this isn't uh, coming down on trans people. This is just basic observations of what we see from these radical people. And exactly what Dave Chappelle was talking about. You can't talk to these people. You can't get through these people. It is a no-joke cult. And Loudonville, also from the Nationalville National File Main News. Again, Loudoun County school counselors arrested for sex crimes against student marking far-left district's latest scandal. Guys, this is brand new. This came out today. No wonder the attorney general is going to be investigating the school district. It seems like sexual assault, sex scandals are all over the place from the students all the way up to the teachers and counselors. God knows what else is going on. Just look at that face. Look at that face. She don't look like she gives two shits about anybody besides herself and the kids she's diddling. It's really, really creepy, but these are the times that we're living in. And guys, remember the discussion we were talking about yesterday with Igor Danchenko? I just wanted to show you guys. It is going to the top, and I can't wait to see where Durham goes with all this. Just a quick, quick photo to show you from Chuck Ross. Joe Biden photographed with Igor Danchenko. Source, Chuck Dolan, who we went into big discussion and a deep dive on them yesterday. And there is the picture of the now president, the fake president, with with uh, Chuck Dolan here. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is your news blitz. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) Everyone's like, look at that. So gross. She's so gross. It it is gross, man. It it is totally gross. Child molesters, they are the worst of the worst. And um, we're going to be talking. We're not going to be talking about child molesters uh, really at all until the end of the show when it comes to Joe Biden because... We got guys. We got crazy stories to discuss. We're gonna jump into it. So we're already a little bit late um, with the news blitz, but it's okay, guys. Thank you all for hanging out with me today. Thank you to all my mods. You guys are already pouring me the love over on the foxhole. I appreciate it. You guys rock. Keep those gold pills coming in. You guys know what to do over on D Live. Drop those lemons for me and over on Rumble Rants. Thank you guys. You can donate by hitting that little little cash bag at the bottom of the chat. All these donations go to fueling this channel full time, and I can't do it without your support. And guys, thank you all for doing that and continuing to do it. And of course, if you guys want to send a direct cash donation, you can send it right to the cash app uh, link that my mods are dropping. And Texas Q Patriot, thank you so much for the cookie. I appreciate that. Forrest run the cookie. Love the woke mods. Anine with a can. Thank you, Miss Brandy J with a cookie. Happy Friday, Pam Tate with a can. And Laura Cunon also. What up, brother? Thank you for that can. I appreciate that, guys. Keep those gold pills flowing in. You guys absolutely crushed it yesterday. I think we had 45,000 gold pills. Um, that's a fantastic show. Let's see if we can get uh, closer to uh, close to that today. Let's see what we got. But in the meantime, not a funny video, but it all pertains to all the events that went down yesterday and today, guys. Got an awesome video that we were that was floating around Telegram on the Spygate actors. We're getting to Marjorie Taylor Greene's... Uh, her experience inside the January 6th prison. Going to talk about what's going to be happening to her kids. Going to get into Aaron Rodgers' speak out of the vaccine. And then we're going to get into what happened with Project Veritas 
with um, his journalists getting raided by the FBI and the DOJ. It's a crazy, crazy story, but it's exactly, it's a perfect picture of the times that are going on right now. Khaleesi with the phone. Happy Friday. It's my birthday. Yes. I don't have anything birthday, so clowns are usually associated with parties. I'm not calling you a clown, Khaleesi. I'm just, that's all I got on my board. Um, if I had a happy birthday, I would have, I would be able to drop it for you. Neither with a cookie. Hey, Scott. Um, uh, you sent me a link. All right, I'll have to check that out, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, guys. Without further ado, let's get to this video, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Let's do it. Hey, of Hillary Clinton's emails and the Steele dossier. This, while the President of the United States is lying about the FBI, attacking the FBI, and attacking the rule of law in this country. How does that make any sense? They did a bad, bad thing. 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 You ever love someone so much you thought your little heart was gonna break in two? But I didn't think so. You ever try with all your heart and soul to get your love back to you? Pressure right now until they fall, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future pools past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. We got another birthday. I got. I can't. If it's birthday love, I will definitely get birthday love on this show. If people got confused. They thought it was my birthday. My birthday is December fifth, which is a exactly a month from today. That'll be a fun celebration. We got a birthday though over on Twitch. Model O says, "Hey, hey, it was my birthday yesterday. Happy belated birthday, Model O. Fantastic!" And again, Khaleesi. I had a better if I had a better drop for a birthday, I might have to I might have to get a birthday drop now. You put me uh you you put me under pressure now. What am I gonna have what am I gonna do? Now I gotta get one. 
Happy birthday, Khaleesi. Great to see you. Thank you so much for always showing up to the shows and donating. I appreciate it. And Caterman, uh, during the intro, thank you for the 100 gold pills. I appreciate it, my friend. Keep the gold pills flowing in, fam. I'll read those messages as they come out. And don't forget, you can send the cash apps. They all go the same place. And uh, they just go to the wife now. And that's how we're doing it. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you all. And I don't know who... Uh, I have no idea uh, who that who that music was behind that video. But the, the, the music and the video all went perfectly all went perfectly together. So it's all good. I'll take it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Durham is on the hunt, and we're going to get into a little bit uh, more of, a, of uh, so a little bit more developments towards the end of the show with all that. But I really want to talk about um, what came out today because I was watching, I was watching uh, Steve Bannon's War Room early in the morning as I usually do, um, just kind of get to kind of get a feel of what the news is going to be like for the day, and uh, that's usually how I start my day out. And uh, they had, he had Marjorie Taylor Greene on, who was an absolute, you know, she's, she's fantastic. Um, I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a fighter. She's not a career politician. She gets, she's definitely America first. Uh, Trump loves her, endorses her. So I got no issue with her whatsoever. So she was on the war room. And uh, she finally, you guys remember, I think it was like, what, uh, two months ago? It may have even been longer than that. Um, Matt Gates. um, it was Marjorie Taylor Greene, a couple of other uh, Congress people. They went to the D.C. jail where the January 6th protesters or the prisoners were being held, and they weren't letting them in. They got into the lobby. Then they lied to them. They said they had to come out. We need to talk to you outside. So they went and listened to them. They walked outside, and then they barred them from going back inside. And up until that point, up until today, they would not allow anyone to come in to see these people. Nobody. Absolutely nobody until yesterday. And thank you so much. Hey, Belushi, what's going on, my friend? And Diddy Style, great to see you, brother. Thanks so much for hanging out. Belushi with a cookie. Is it over yet? <laughs> no, man. We have so much work to do. It's not even funny. But I want you guys to see this story because I. It, this is from the Washington Post. There is so much strange shit going on in that jail, they, that, that prison. They really don't want anyone to see. This is from the Washington Post. D.C. jail ordered U.S. Marshals to leave after surprise inspections, judge says. So I don't know if Marjorie Taylor Greene and these other Congress people, they knew that the, uh, that the U.S. Marshals were going to go into this prison and do a surprise inspection, um, but they did. And the D.C. jail ordered the U.S. Marshals to leave after the surprise inspections, which is extremely, extremely rare, as you're going to see here. So it says, uh, after the surprise inspection from October 18th to October 23rd, uncovered what rough in terms systematic failures such as grotesquely poor sanitation and the punitive withholding of food and water from detainees, deputy marshals showed up at the jail on Sunday, October 24th, but were ordered to leave, Lambert said. He said, Ruffin in a meeting with federal judges this Tuesday told them about the deputies being directed to exit the facility, which Ruffin described as unprecedented in his long experience with the marshal service. Quote, for the first time in history, they were ordered to leave the jail. Lambert said, quoting Ruffin, he has never seen, uh, seen a jail bar marshals from entering. It is beyond belief. Some of the reports of the marshal here to the court. It is unprecedented. These things... These things don't happen in free countries, as we're going to see what happened with Project Veritas. The DOJ and the FBI and these corrupt people in the D.C. establishment, the establishment as a whole, are doing unprecedented things 
like barring U.S. Marshals from entering and telling them once they got in to, to immediately leave. There is only one reason for this, guys, and that's because they are hiding something. Obviously, they do not want to see um, what these people are living under as far as terrible conditions. As we're going to see from Marjorie Taylor Greene right now, she, she went on Steve Bannon's war room, and she was fired up. I've never seen this woman so fired up. She's usually feisty and fired, which is, which is what we all like. She was extra feisty um, on the war room today. I'm going to play the clip of what she saw, the interaction she had with the prisoners that are still in there, and the things that are happening to them, and it's disturbing. It's absolutely disturbing, and uh, this is the clip. It's a few minutes long, but it's worth it, ladies and gentlemen. Take a listen political prisoners because they are being held without bail. They are told they cannot make bail unless they denounce President Trump and they denounce everything they believe in. That is what they are told. That Many of them have been assigned public defenders that are forcing them to be re-educated, to, to be re-educated into some other belief system because they're being told that they're domestic terrorists and they're being told that their beliefs, uh, their patriotism in this country and their, their staunch allegiance and and belief and support of President Trump is completely wrong. They're being told they're white supremacists and they're being told they need to be taught and they need to denounce their white skin. It's complete CRT. Um, it's complete re-education. It's everything that we've heard the Democrats talk about, even on CNN and places like that. And it's happening to these January 6th defendants. And I want to tell you some more. Here's, here's an example. Here's one of the prisoners. I have witnessed assaults on prisoners, threats from guards, experience months of 23 and one that's 23 hours in a jail cell a tiny jail cell and one hour out if he gets an hour out of lockdown conditions denied access to the law library and legal visits thankful that the cdf has failed failed it's federal in and it's federal inmates are going to be removed it failed the u.s marshals inspection but i want you to know something they cleaned up the january 6th area that part of the prison before the federal marshals were able to go in and inspect it he also and, said and he's happy. And, hold, hold, and it still failed even after they cleaned it up it failed no it no it barely passed but the conditions are egregious and the report states how bad it is i talked to one of the january 6th defendants last night in his jail cell the toilet doesn't work and sewage overflows have, have, sewage have, overflows all, all have all there. of these been documented and forwarded up to the chain of command? Much of it has been documented. They also do not receive medical care. I saw a man last night whose whose ring finger was completely bent, crooked, and then turned the other way from from injury on January sixth, and he does did not they receive force medical them, treatment. Did they force them to take vaccines? They or tell them they cannot get a haircut, they cannot see their family, they cannot see in person their lawyer. They're not able to see anyone unless they're vaccinated. They can't even have uh, personal grooming unless are vaccinated. They're denied to go to the chapel. They don't get religious services. Uh, one man These are told all in violation. These are all in violation of of, of 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 accepted procedures and policies. Absolutely. And all that's documented. Com- yes, complete violations. One man told me he's not allowed to have communion. He's denied communion because he's not vaccinated. But let me tell you about the attorney part. We saw the area where oh, oh, hang inmates. On, hang on a second. Hang on a second. You're telling me that people are not allowed to have grooming or to have haircuts or anything like that, and people are denied their religious rights to have communion because they have not taken the vaccine, and that is documented? That is documented, and I witnessed it. 
They, their hair is long, their beards are long, and all of them were telling me they won't let us get a haircut unless we take the vaccine. They give us nair to chemically burn off their hair if that's the way they want to get a haircut, but they are not allowed to go and get a haircut unless they take the vaccine. Disgusting. Also, they cannot meet with their attorney. If they meet with their attorney through a plexiglass huge window where there is no human contact at all, not, not even sharing the same room. They're two separate rooms separated by plexiglass, and they talk to their attorney on a phone. They have to go into quarantine for 14 days, which is absurd because they're not vaccinated. There's also a man in there. He's an elderly gentleman who is having serious health condition problems. One of his hands, he's having circulatory issues. He needs to see a doctor immediately. He he has his hand is completely purple. His thumb is turning black. Why are they? Why they're, they're they're assigned? They either have lawyers or they're assigned public defenders. Why are the lawyers and public defenders not making this a bigger deal up through the chain of command, or are they? And it's being suppressed. We're we are told. I think some of their lawyers may be trying, but it's basically suppressed. But we're told by them that the public defenders do not like their political views, and so they are using it against them, and they are not helping them because they do not like. Trump, and they don't like it that these men are let's, let's bring in Cynthia Hughes. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a lot to take in. That was a lot to take in, so let's unpack that first. These people, are they're, they're trying to put them through re-education. And probably the best way to break somebody down mentally, emotionally, physically, one is to treat them not like human beings, and then number two... You isolate them. Loneliness by themselves. 23 hours by themselves. One hour if they are lucky. Sometimes they don't even get that. And they are telling them the only way you're going to make it out of this is if you denounce your whiteness, denounce who you are, denounce Trump because their version of patriotism is toxic. That's what they have to do first. And then after that, that's just one part of it. Then if they want to have any kind of grooming, they want to have haircuts, they have to get vaccinated. They have to get vaccinated to actually be in person with their lawyer. They're not getting medical care. Their hair has grown out. And what, what the clip I didn't show you before this, ladies and gentlemen, these, the, all, all these, they're all housed in the same wing, all, all these men. And at 9 p.m. Eastern, every single night, they all sing the national anthem. These guys are getting treated worse than terrorists out in Gitmo. I can tell you that right now. And a lot of them are sleeping in their own filth. The toilets are overflowing, and they're sleeping in it. They're not getting medical care. One man already died of his cancer because they didn't let, this, they didn't let him out. They didn't let him out to get anything done. And guys, I'm going to play you just a little bit of the audio because Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, recorded it. The audio is terrible. That's why I I didn't want to play it in the beginning. But this is uh, this is them singing, and this is just a snapshot of the blur with some of their blurred faces. You can tell their hair's all grown out. They got beards. You could you could see it. Here's just a quick uh, snippet of uh, what the audio sounded like.
You can hear what they're saying. That was just the beginning of it. That was a cold open for uh, for one of their segments when uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene came in. That, that gave me the chills. That gave me the chills because that tells me that there's a lot of strong people in there. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and defend what they did by going in and trespassing. If they broke laws, they broke laws. But guess what, fam? They've been in there for 10 months already. They've been in there for 10 months. And they still have no trial. And one of the people that, the, the one of the wives that they brought in, uh, one of the mothers actually, their son was supposed to go on trial uh, this month. And the judge, and she's like, this has happened. She's like, this has happened to all of them. The judge just decides to dismiss the case because they, 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 they can just say, oh, it's due to COVID reasons. We can't take the case. So we're going to reschedule it from November. Mm, the next time I'm available to reschedule your case, your son's case, it's not going to be until mid-May. So they sit and rot more, mentally declining. And these people, not only that, ladies and gentlemen, you know these people are getting beat. They're getting beat up. They're getting the shit kicked out of them. Because you probably got diversity hires in there. You probably got real racists in there, real racist guards beating the shit out of these guys. I worked in a supermax prison being a, uh, a vending machine guy for just over a year. I worked in two of the worst prisons in New York State. Talked to a lot of the guards. I saw a lot of I saw some bad shit go down um, on multiple occasions. There's a lot of shady stuff that gets swept under the rug in prisons. I'll just put it that way. And if you attack one of these guards, they'll drag you into a room where it's really quiet, no cameras, and you get dragged into a room, and then you don't see that person for a while. You don't see them again, and when you do see them again, they're completely just destroyed, bashed up. This is what's happening to these guys. And at every night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, they all get together and they all sing the national anthem because what else do they have? They can't see their families. They're not allowed to. They're not vaccinated. I can't imagine because eventually, 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 these guys are going to get out. They're going to be mentally, emotionally damaged for the rest of their lives. And when they come out, I am going to be really, really curious to see the lawsuits that come out of this. And I'm going to be really curious to see what the uh, their actual stories are of what really happened to each one of these. Because I can tell you right now, that's going to come out at some point. It's going to come out. But some good news, at least. Good news. This is from Fox 5. Out of D.C. 400 detainees transferred from D.C. jail after U.S. Marshals inspection. So 400 of them got out. Because the U.S. Marshals did a surprise inspection. It failed. The Patriot Wing, though. Someone tipped him off on the Patriot Wing, though, because they cleaned that up. That's what Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying. She's like, someone, they they just decided, they, they knew ahead of time to clean that one up. That was probably the worst. But it was still bad. The other, the other parts of it failed, so 400 of them, 400 of the residents here that are in federal custody were transferred. And they were sent to a prison in Pennsylvania on Tuesday after finding inadequate conditions, and that's putting it lightly. When you're sleeping in your own feces, when you don't get showers, when you can't talk to people, when you're in confinement for 23 hours a day, you can't talk to your lawyer, that is going to ruin a, that is going to wreck almost anybody. Wreck you. 
So some of them were able to get out, thank God. But there's still some there. It is really beyond just sad. And it's really, just pray for them. Pray for them. So, yeah, it's just it's just nuts. And, and you know, I'll tell a funny story, too, and just, like, just to make this a little bit lighter. Uh, let's see. Uh, Purple Shoe Daniel, thanks so much for the cookie. This brand new the cookie. Champs, my friend. He says, thanks for the cookie. He said, it's torture. It is torture, man. It is torture. And share with him with a uh, with the can. And Ryder also with a cookie. Thank you guys so much for those gold pill donations. Keep them flowing in. I'll read them as they keep coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, we were listening to this, and if you guys didn't know, my wife is gluten-free. She actually has an allergy. She can't have gluten. She gets really sick if she does. One of the stories that Marjorie Taylor Greene was saying was, um, you know, we, 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 let's, let me back up a little bit. We just, we have to pay rent, and we, uh, I, I was looking at the finances. Uh, money was a little bit, little bit low, lower than I wanted to be this month after we paid rent. I was like, all right, let's, you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, we can't really spend too much right now until we get paid again, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I'm looking at the bank account. I'm looking at the bank account, and I see this random uh, donation going to somebody. I don't, I don't even know the account. I'm like, I didn't do that, and it was for today. So when I was watching, when I was watching uh, Bannon's War Room, one of the stories was that one of the prisoners here there was gluten free, and they were forcing this prisoner to eat to eat food. Gotta go out, buddy. Okay, was uh, was forcing this prisoner to eat uh, gluten food. And it was, it was destroying his body, so the, the man didn't eat for five days. He was starving himself. And I was watching this in the living room, and, and Connie was, um, she was in the kitchen, and she heard that, and she made a donation because she's like, listen, I know how that feels like with the gluten. So she went and donated that money, and I was like, oh, don't, I'm like, why'd you donate? I, I felt like such an asshole for saying that. But she's like, I know that, I know what gluten free is like, it sucks. So she sent him some money, and it's just uh, she has a big heart like that. I just thought that was pretty damn funny. But no, it's, uh, it, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible for these people. Absolutely terrible for these people. And um, I really believe at, w- at one point they're going to get justice. And it's just really sad because a lot of these people, they can't afford lawyers. They can't afford lawyers. So they get these public defenders who are like the lower level, you know, the, st- the people that the state hires. And I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking these people, but I've heard stories, horror stories of friends, relatives, um, people, uh, people in, uh, you know, just people emailing me throughout the years doing this show. You really don't want a public defender if you can help it. And um, a lot of these public defenders don't like Trump. They don't like his policies. So you get tied up with that. They're not going to represent you uh, too too good. And it, it's just all, the deck is stacked against these guys. And uh, just give them prayers, ladies and gentlemen. There was people sending letters to the prison to them, donations, whatever you can do. Just think about them. OH Patriot, thanks for the shades. And I am I am Bean Paul. Thank you for the cookie. So guys, let's transition here because there is some I, I've been talking about these uh these kid jabs, and it's gonna get really bad. Just one second, guys. One second, just gotta take care of Liam. Just one second. All right, I'm back. So, the jabs for the kids started uh, yesterday, and I saw this. I saw this uh, tweet, and this tweet really disturbed me. 
Because this is going to usher in, guys, something that I don't think um, I don't think we're gonna I don't I don't think we're gonna be prepared mentally and emotionally when when it gets really really bad with these jabs with the kids. But I want to show you the, uh, the we talk about the left a lot, and I try I try not to because it's more than just right versus left at this point. But these people have legit turned into a cult, and this tweet is from Katie Walter. She tweets this out. The tears came after the shot, after the Band-Aid. That's a six-year-old crying tears of relief and her two mamas crying tears of joy. Thank you, science. Parents, we freaking made it. We freaking made it. This is two moms right here in tears. In tears that their six-year-old daughter just got the jab and the daughter is also overwhelmed in emotion that they... They finally made it. They finally made it. And look at the look at what they say here. Thank you, science. This is turning into a, a culty religion. And you know, I'm not bashing, you know, the two moms thing, but you know, it's just it's just the whole like the crazy lefties, you know, the base gay people, the base trans, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't go out and do all this. They, this, that shit, that blah, 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 blah. Oh, I sound like Greta Thunberg right now, but there is a difference. Cause I've met some base gay and trans people. And there is a huge difference between the, the ones that I've met and the ones I see online like this. Thank you. Science. And they are in tears. And you know what the thought was that came into my head? And I'm going to, this is, this is brutally honest with you guys. And some of you might not like this. The first thought that came to my, my mind was, because these kids have no idea. They don't stand a chance because their parents are sheep worshiping at the altar of Fauciism. The next time these parents are going to be crying, most likely, and I do not wish this on anybody. I don't wish this on them either. The next time these parents might be crying is over this, their daughter's casket when she has a heart attack that they'll blame on something else and they'll just carry on. You're like, damn, I didn't know what it was. That's the next time they'll be crying. And I hope to God that does not happen. But guys, this is just a, this is just the, this is what, this is the jumping off point to what I wanted to get into the heavy part of the show today. Thank you so much. Comfy and text with the phone. Hang in there, Scott. We love you all. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I want to show you guys this study from Steve Kirsch. He's a doctor. He's an analysis doctor. And I want to show you what his, what his study came up with. And this is why I'm saying, fam, I don't know if we can, we, I can prepare you as much as I can. Mostly mentally, I don't know if uh, we're going to be prepared for this, if this ends up coming to light. What am I talking about? I'm talking about this. We will kill 117 kids to save one child from dying from COVID in the 5 to 11 age range. I want to read that again, ladies and gentlemen, because I think this man ends up being proven right. This is where uh, things are going to get spicy. We will kill 117 kids to save one child from dying from COVID in the, in the 5 to 11 age range. He says that's according to a risk-benefit analysis done by risk-benefit expert Dr. Toby Rogers. His analysis has been viewed by over 20 22,000 readers. No mistakes were found, nothing but praise. So Steve Kirsch is the writer here, I apologize, and Dr. Toby Rogers is the one 
that that did the study. Not so he goes on to say, not surprising to me, it's consistent with the scientific peer-reviewed literature, such as the Kostoff paper, which concluded in plain English, people in the 65 plus demographic are five times as likely to die from the inoculation as COVID-19 are the most favorable assumptions. This demographic is the most vulnerable to adverse effects from COVID-19. As the age demographics go below about 35 years old, the chance of death from COVID-19 become very small, and when they go below 18, become negligible. Become negligible. Children are barely affected by this, and most of them, I think what came out was like 40% of these people, 40% of these kids already have natural immunity to it. Already have it, which is the best thing that you could have for yourself. And the Walsh, uh, the Wallach paper found the same thing. It has now been republished in the Science, Public Health Policy, and the Law. Ladies and gentlemen, these aren't some BS, BS papers. These are scientific journals and papers that are accepted among, quote, the scientific community. This isn't some conspiracy theory. This is the stuff that will get you banned off social media on big tech platforms right now. It goes on to say they don't really care how many kids they will kill from the vaccines. It just doesn't matter. Their sole focus is on saving kids from dying from COVID, regardless of how many kids they have, they have to be killed from the drug. All-cause mortality is ignored entirely given through Pfizer's own study showed four times the deaths from cardiac arrest in the group that got the drug. This is why I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, I know it was harsh when I said the next time these women might be crying might be over the casket of their own daughter from a heart attack, but that's being that's that's based from what I'm reading here from these scientists. I'm not trying to fear porn everybody. I'm trying to prepare people for what's going to be coming in the next couple months. It's one thing for to see adults drop. Adults get heart attacks. I'm just being a human being, guys. I'd rather see I don't I don't want to see anyone die, but if I had a if I had a choice, I'd rather see adults drop. Adults that have, you know, some maturity, they can make decisions on their own. At least we think they can. I'd rather see that than children, small children, almost the same age as my oldest son right now, watching kids die and drop. That, that, that'll destroy me. And I know that would destroy most of you out there. But guys, that is what's coming. That is what's coming to, that is what's coming on the doorstep. And it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be probably I think one of the hardest things to endure going through these dark and light times. It's gonna be disturbing. And the entire it's they do an entire study. This the Substack is super super long. And if you guys want, I will drop the study. To sh- and if you guys want it, if you guys if you guys have family, if you guys have friends out there that are considering doing this. Please show them. I just dropped it in Foxhole. I just dropped it in Twitch. I'm going to drop it over on DLive and Rumble as well. And I just saw somebody on DLive bring up the fact that Trump, about Trump and the vaccines. I knew that was going to come up. It's reasonable for it to come up. So I just dropped that link off for you guys. And I'll get to Trump in just a moment. Thought I had that in there. Yeah, I do. It's right here. Just got to move it up a little bit. Move that bad boy up. Show that Substack to your friends and family if, if, there, if there are people out there that are considering jabbing their kids. This is going to kill children. 
It's going to kill children. There is no doubt about it. It's killed perfectly, perfectly healthy athletes, twenty mid-20s, young 20s, young 30s. Killed them. Why wouldn't it kill why wouldn't it kill the children? It's going to. And it's really sick. Chance with 500 gold pills. Funny that last year at this time, the Vax quote was saying how they refused the Trump vaccine. They're slurping it up, my friend. They're slurping it up right now. But for the kids, the parents out there right now, the ones that have the um, that have kids in public school, I'm letting you know right now. Prepare for a time that you might have to make some sacrifice to homeschool and keep your kids out. Because that shedding shit... I don't know if it's real or not, but guess what? I wouldn't be chancing my kids to be around other vaccinated kids if that's real. If it is or isn't, I'm not taking that risk. That shit gets in their body. That is in their li- That is in them for the rest of their lives. And Belushi, I'm sorry if you're out there, man. Listen to this. I know what happened with you and your kids. You can understand if you don't want to watch the rest of the show. Trust me. I love you, brother, and I know you're fighting for your kids. This is not easy stuff to talk about. But I want to show you this, uh, this article here from Sot.net. Who now says, this is the who, the who now says your child's presence in school counts as, quote, informed consent for vaccination. Parental presence not required. Guys, this is getting to in some evil shit here. The World Health Organization, which is the medical epicenter of the depopulation lobby, now considers your child's presence in the school informed consent to vaccinate that child. Depopulation by vaccination uh, uh, is not fully outside the law and will sterilize, sicken, and dumb down every child on earth, but the children of the depop lobby members who don't vaccinate their children. Remember, there. Uh, even before I read what came out of the who here, there was a clip yesterday of uh, the head of the FDA getting getting asked again, how many of your employees are vaccinated? And she refused to answer. How many are, are, of your employees are, are, uh, are vaccinated, uh, FDA? Well, we can't, really, uh, we can't really answer that. We're not going to answer that. Because I can tell you right now, it's probably less than half. But yet, they're going to tell you and tell all your family members to brainwash everybody. The cult of signs are going to tell you guys, vaccinate your kids. Because it's going to keep them safe. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, just yesterday I showed you the clip with Dr. Fauci, uh, with Bill Gates talking about germ games. Saying that, yeah, we need to create better vaccines for future pandemics because the vaccines we have right now, they don't actually stop transmission. It just lessens the side effects, supposedly. But this is coming from the WHO. An implied consent process by which parents are informed of imminent vaccination through social mobilization and communication, sometimes including letters directly addressed to the parents. Subsequently, the physical presence of the child or adolescent with or without an accompanying parent at the vaccination session is considered to imply consent. And this says it gives a choice for a parent opt-out, and it goes down the line saying this may include not letting the child or adolescent attend school or vaccination vaccine delivery occurs through schools. Oh, man. It is really, really sick. It's really sick. And, guys, this is why I'm saying, remember those stories were coming out of Australia where they were like, I sent my kid to school, and my kid came home with a Band-Aid on their arm, and they were like, "What? what is that? What is that? Oh, we got vaccinated in school. Our teacher said it was all it was okay. We didn't we didn't have to ask you, Daddy. 
We didn't have to ask you, Mommy. They said it was good for us, so we just did it in the school. Parents, you better be watching your public schools, and you better be watching your kids like hawks, as I know you all do, your mama bears and papa bears out there. I know you're all out there. Watch your schools. Do not make sure that they are not sending in some lab techs to go set up a little uh, vaccination booth inside the gym and you find out your kids come home and they have band-aids on their arms and they tell you they got the they got the jab. I'm telling you guys, it's going to get bad. And the thing is, I'm going to bring up this article from RSBN because people ask about Trump. Well, this is what Trump said about the vaccine with kids. Trump says children don't need COVID vaccine. Their immune systems are strong. And this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is the thing. I know Trump has always, 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 always never been tyrannical with the vaccines. He's always said it's your choice. Um, you know, it's up to you. Therapeutics. Do it your own way, right? But guys, the thing is, you know, Trump didn't make these vaccines, but Operation Warp Speed was uh, something that he's championed. We've talked about on the show many times. And those va- Operation Warp Speed is what got these vaccines started whether he says to people or not you know it's your choice he was the one behind it i'm not say, i'm not sitting here and say blame trump blame trump i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying for me personally it's a black mark on his record and there's i don't i don't guys i really rail on trump on this show i love trump but kids are going to be dropping This was his quote. He said, I don't think so. They're strong. Their immune systems are strong. They're not affected like especially older people that have some kind of a problem, whether it's diabetes or something. Those people I definitely really strongly recommend, but children are different. It's just not the same problem with children. No, I would generally, no, I would, generally speaking, not recommend it. The problem is, Trump, you got you got these lefty, crazy women, crazy women like this, these crazy women. These same crazy fucking women that are going to jab their kids because they worship at the at the altar of Fauciism. And they're going to get it. And it's really really sad. But guys, I just want to prepare you because it's 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 going to get it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly and I'm hoping I'm I'm hope that my my silver lining in all this guys is I hope because this is going to happen to both left and right parents no matter it's, well, even if you're not political. This is going to affect everybody. And I'm hoping kind of like what happened with BLM, with uh, everything going down in New York City, saying the, uh, the, the mandates are uh, they're, they're racist and it kind of unified Trump, kind of unified BLM a little bit. You got all these stars coming out. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers in just a little bit. I hope this unifies because if you walk up to a lefty and be like, listen, I lost my kid to do this jab, and the lefty comes up to you like, I lost my kid too to this jab. That shit's going to unite people. Guys, I'm just trying to find silver linings in this very dark topic. That's all I'm trying to do here, and I hope it does. Because it's going to get crazy up in here. And what I'm saying is, these mandates, these Biden wants to push this, push this out on January 4th. That's when all this is uh, going to be going down. And I want to show you this from Los Angeles Times. Several intelligence agencies had at least 20% of their workforce unvaccinated against COVID. As of late October, which is fairly recent up until now, 
Some of the 18 agencies in the intelligence community had as much as 40% of their workforce unvaccinated. Stewart, uh, Stewart said, citing information that the Biden admin has provided to the uh, committee but not released publicly, declined to identify the agencies because full information on vaccination rates was classified. Hmm, that's kind of weird. You think it's a good idea, guys? You think it leaves uh, America in a good position if our intelligence agencies, for almost half of them, are going to walk out the fucking door while China is a, any day, any day China can go and, t- and go after Taiwan? Afghanistan is re-emboldened at some point to blow our asses up after years that we were over there fucking their shit up. You think it's a really good idea that 40%, possibly 40% of our intelligence agencies, their employees are going to walk out. You cannot replace those jobs that quick. You can't. You can't do it. You want to talk about a boomerang, it's going to get... The boomerang is going to be the biggest boomerang we ever saw. Phantom Freedom, thanks so much for the cookie, my friend. And champs, you know, the can. what about the change of recipe and, and, fa- and facts now that Trump's gone? That's a good question, man. I don't know. I don't know because that's the thing. That's, that's going to be a very... Uh, that's the thing, guys. What's going to be the schedule of vaccinations for these kids? Because... I, what, what, what are these? What are these? What are these retards up to now? Three, four shots. Do the kids have to be on the same regiment? And the thing is, too. The thing is, too, champs. I'm glad you said that because um, there is something that I read that they're going to be adding something called a buffer, a buffer to the kid jab. And it was all this scientific mumbo jumbo that I didn't understand, but they were they were they did change the cocktail. For the kids, and I'm wondering what in God's name is that going to do to them? Again, I'm not blaming Trump. I'm not blaming Trump. But he championed the shit out of these vaccines. That's all I'm saying. If I have a gripe with Trump, that's going to be my gripe with him. Besides that, I'm all about 45. Mike Montana, the Canada governor in Montana, just let everyone know that they will not promote the vax for children. Yeah, uh, Montana, uh, South Dakota... There are states sticking up, and they will, they're going to go after Biden and Sue. They're going to go after Biden and Sue. And Tom Ford, 117 gold pills. You can't replace the jobs, but you can replace the agency's breakaway society. Parallel societies are going to be happening all over the place because you can't have a society. You cannot run a safe, natural society the way things are right now when you read stuff like this from the Epic Times. The New York City fire truck availability down to 55%. Manpower shortages due to vaccine mandate, New York firefighters. And this was a screenshot. Most alarming was an, was a, an internal document indicating that November 3rd, there were only 55% of fire trucks available. The normal number is usually up to 90%. My God. So engine... ENG equals fire engine. That's the one with the hoses. 54% available. And LAD equals uh, fire trucks with ladders. 54% available and 56% available. He says, my engine has about 25 guys. And of that, half the guys went home. So the firefighter now is less than 30 days before termination. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a police force, if you don't have a fire, if you don't have firefighters, where you live is going to turn into chaos. It's going to turn into a third world a third world uh, city. You got to saw all the garbage on the sidewalks, right? 
You cannot. You cannot run a society. You're either going to run it into the ground. Something's got to give. You're going to run it into the ground, and it gets, it's going to turn to, it's going to legit turn into Gotham City. Or they're going to be like, we need to back off of this. The people are pissed. We can't do this anymore. And I really believe at some point it's going to break the way that we want it to. But for for my Patriots out in uh, in Colorado, I got to tell you, there there is uh, this story here. I'm not going to get into it for time-wise, but I'm just going to read the headline. Democratic governor signs executive order to turn away unvaccinated from hospitals and prioritize treatment to vaccinated patients. This is the Colorado governor, Jared Polis, signed an executive order that constitutes a flagrant assault on medical ethics, saying hospitals in Colorado are being allowed to turn away patients as the state experiences its worst COVID surge in a year. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I was worried about this happening in New York while we were there because when Odin was born, the Delta variant was started to become a thing. The vaccines were already uh, being fully rolled out. That was scary times. I'm like, what if uh, what if you're not vaccinated? Are they are they going to start refusing people? That's happening now in in, um, in Colorado. Executive order. They can now prior they, the hospital can now prioritize who gets treatment now based on your vaccination status. How do these people get away with this? There's got to be lawsuits. The lawsuits. If I'm a lawyer, if you're like a medical lawyer out there right now. You got to be foaming at the mouth saying, my God, where do I start? They're going to be rolling in the money when all this stuff goes down. Rolling in it. Absolutely rolling in it. Because this is why I want to kind of bring it to a lighter note here. A lighter note. Because we all saw what happened. Um, If you guys haven't been watching, Tim Pool. Tim Pool got COVID. And I watched his his video describing his experience. And he said it was the worst, worst medical experience he had in his entire life. He almost went to the emergency room. And, uh, you know, I understand why people aren't the biggest fan of Tim Pool. I'm not really either. I think he plays the middle too much to uh, to save his platform, which I really don't, I don't really respect um, all that either. You know, do your thing. Stop cucking out to YouTube and, uh, you know, the big tech the big tech firm and just do your thing. Don't water down your, your product because you're afraid to get canceled. I, I can't stand, I can't really respect that shit, but that's another conversation for a different day. Tim Pool has been getting absolutely lambasted and dragged on Twitter. Why is he getting dragged on Twitter? Because he didn't get vaccinated. Didn't want the jab. So you know what he did? He called Joe Rogan, called Joe Rogan, got the kitchen sink treatment that Joe Rogan recommended, went to a doctor, a doctor prescribed it, said Tim Pool was good to have it. His body was okay. Um, he qualified for it and he got it. And within within a day or two, no, it might have been even less than that. 14 hours, he said, he was almost, he felt healthy again. He felt more healthy than he ever did in his life. Spess's fence pole, sitting pool. Yes, my friend. I know. Trust me. I know. I know. A lot of people don't like him. <laughs> Karen, I'm going to check. I'm just, just one second. Because um, do, it doesn't come to my phone. It goes to the wife's phone. It's because it's not my account. Uh, I'll message her right now, uh, Karen. I'll see if uh, she might be sleeping with the baby, but... I will uh, definitely check before the uh, the show ends. Okay, so Nicki Minaj came out. Tim Pool come uh, came out speaking. Out, you know, Nicki Minaj said it's your decision. Don't let anyone bully into it. People want to kill. Uh, pe- Tim Pool went and tweeted today. You are mad just because I didn't die, and he's right. So 
The reason why I'm wearing this football jersey today, ladies and gentlemen, because a man by the name of Aaron Rodgers, who is a NFL superstar, I've been a fan of the Packers for a long time, he went on a podcast and had a lot to say about COVID because he was he was uh, he tested positive for COVID last week and uh, found out he's not vaccinated. And that's a big problem for the NFL. So he went on a uh, the Pat McAfee show, and I'm going to drop you guys some of the uh, the sound clips from this because it's awesome, and people are losing their minds, losing their minds over what Rogers had to say. And Callie, on the phone. I love your wife, sweetheart. God bless these Patriots. Thanks, Callie. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Listen to Aaron Rodgers. I got a few of them, and they're actually they're absolutely based. Belief strongly in bodily autonomy, and the ability to make choices for your body, not to have to acquiesce to some woke culture or crazed, you know, group of individuals who say you have to do something. Health is not a one size fits all for everybody. The camera was so high. Health is not a one, one, you heard what he said. (laughs) One size fits all. That's not all he said, though. This is the next clip because he didn't stop there. Absolutely amazing. I was in and I consulted with a now good friend of mine, Joe Rogan, after he got COVID. And I've been doing a lot of the stuff that he recommended in his podcasts and, you know, on the phone to me. And I'm going to have the best immunity possible now based on the 2.5 million person study from Israel that the people who get COVID and recover have the most robust immunity. And I'm thankful for people like Joe stepping up and using their voice. I'm thankful for my medical squad. Um, And I'm thankful for all the love and support I've gotten. But I've been taking monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, zinc, vitamin C and D, HCQ, and I feel pretty incredible. Okay, so (laughs) you said a lot there. I feel pretty damn incredible. What did he do? He called Joe Rogan. He found out what he was taking. He took it, and he's like, I feel pretty damn incredible. And this has the liberal liberal sports media like ESPN losing their minds right now, and the NFL too. Because this is the thing, guys. If, if, I know a lot of you don't watch sports. You don't care about sports. You don't watch sports. They're woke. I still do. A lot of this stuff, it's part of the culture war. And I find it absolutely interesting because when you're in a football team, you're, it's not a solo sport. It's a 52-man roster. You got a lot. Of, everyone depends on each other. So they made these rules in the beginning of the year that if you, if you get jabbed and you get, and if you get, if you get jabbed and you get COVID after you get jabbed, you can possibly come back within a few days if you, te- if you have two negative tests after that. But if you're unvaccinated, you have to be completely isolated, away from your team, and you can't come back for 10 days. So they punish you because this is the biggest team sport in the country. They punish them, almost forcing the players to get the jab. And ESPN right now is dragging Rodgers because he lied to the media. He lied to the media and he lied to the NFL um, because he says, "Oh yeah, he's good. He's good. I'm good. I don't. I don't. I, I, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back pretty soon. I have. I have my. I have my own. My own regiment. And the media is losing it because they felt like they got lied to. And it's just so hilarious to me. And I was always wondering if Rogers was full MAGA, and that was confirmed to me today. 
Listen to what he says about, he didn't stop there. Listen to what he says about the pharmaceutical companies. I love this. If you have fear around the virus, you want to get vaccinated, go for it. If you have comorbidities, go for it. If you're a healthy person who has a strong immune system, keep building your immune system and, and do what you got to do. Do what's best for your body. But that opinion, you know, doesn't work because we, you know, we, you know, we've given away billions of dollars to these pharmaceutical companies now for these for these vaccines, and it's not going to stop. Merck's coming out with a pill, uh, you know, uh, Pfizer's coming out with a, a pill that's going to help, you know, it's, it's it's basically the expensive versions of ivermectin. Why do people hate ivermectin? Not just because you know Trump championed it, because it's a cheap generic, can't make any money off it. There it is. But it's been used a billion times in India. Go look at that research. What's going on over there? <laughs> they hate it because Trump endorsed it. Go look at India. A billion times used ivermectin. And this was his statement, and it's so damn funny because he don't give a shit. Aaron Rodgers said he followed every single NFL protocol to a T in his interview on the Pat uh, McAfee show Friday. He says, I'm not a COVID denier or any bullshit like that, Rogers claimed. I just wanted to make a decision that's best for my body. I have followed every single protocol to a T. Continue to accept that one that makes absolutely no sense to me. The one he's referencing is the rule that he has to wear a mask at indoor press conferences since all reporters are already vaccinated and masked. He also said he's not, quote, some sort of anti-vaxxer flat earther, but rather somebody who's a critical thinker confirming that he consulted with Joe Rogan on medical treatments. He's currently taking ivermectin, zinc, monoclonal treatments, and eventually incorrectly quoting Martin Luther King Jr. Rogers. Martin Luther King Jr. Rogers also calmly demanded that the media quit, quote, quit lying about him since bodily autonomy is a right, saying the NFL saw he was a quack. The NFL thought he was a quack when he presented his research to them Sidelined for at least 10 days since he's apparently not a COVID denier. Rodgers is expected to return in week 10 against the Seahawks next week. Guys, I just got to say, Aaron Rodgers has millions, millions and millions and millions of followers. Haters and lovers. Rodgers has been around the game for a long time. I'm wearing his jersey. I've been a fan of his for since he got on the team. Ever since Brett Favre retired. I can't tell you the amount, the big, I can't tell you. The red pilling that just happened there. And you want to know what's so funny? Maggot confirmed after this interview, the picture you're about to see is a the Twitter banner for Rogers, uh, for for Aaron Rodgers. And we all know the flashy red eyes. We it's 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 a well known um it's a well known, I guess you could say, feature that's been used for MAGA memes for for since we all started this journey together. This is what he used, this is what he just put on his Twitter. It's in his banner. As you guys can see here, there's his Twitter here, and this is his banner. <laughs> this is him getting activated. Fucking activated, baby. Johnny Boy, thank you so much for the cookie. <gasps> cookie! I appreciate that, my friend. So whether you hate this team, you hate football, you hate sports, ladies and gentlemen, these athletes are not stupid. These guys, they know their bodies better than anybody. They're, they are, they are freaks of nature when it comes to their bodies and how physically fit they are. You don't think they know what's good for their own bodies? And you got the media up there, Aaron Rodgers lied to us about him getting vaccinated. It's none of your fucking business. And the NFL considered him a quack. That just, guys, it's all cocked out. 
All these corporations at the top, they're all lefty cuckheads, man. All of them. And a really sad story um, that happened um, uh, last week. There was a wide receiver. His name's Henry Ruggs. He's a 22-year-old. He's a, he's a young man. Got into a car, completely wasted, twice over the legal limit, driving down um, in Las Vegas, 156 miles, miles per hour down the road, kills a girl and her dog. Probably most likely died an impact where the entire car was on fire. He was able to walk out. His career is over. Clay Travis made this comparison. Aaron Rodgers is getting ripped more by the sports media for his COVID vaccine opinions than Henry Ruggs did for getting drunk and killing someone while driving 150 miles an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I'm bringing the sports into this is because this is affecting everything. This touches everything. Because it's not this poison is not just in politics. It's in schools. It's in sports. It's all over our culture. It's disgusting. And it's not going anywhere. And people are taking sides. But the thing is about the kids, ladies and gentlemen, as I try to get to a more positive note here, this Florida girl, she's seven years old, suspended for the 36th time for not wearing a mask to school. And ladies and gentlemen, things like this, girls like this, young children like this, give me hope for our future that we're going to be okay. Because not everybody, not all parents and all kids are cucked out sheep becoming the obedient class that I believe these elites are trying to get rid of. So there's that. So guys, the last thing I want to show you today, the last thing I want to show you today, and we'll get to our leftovers, was the story that happened with Project Veritas today. This story is crazy. Crazy. And Johnny Boy, I think I got the cookie. Mine's going a million different places. Thank you all, guys. 600 viewers on Foxhole. 351 over on DLive, 210 on Twitch and Rumble. You guys are crushing over here. Let's see what we got over here. And 366 over on Rumble. Beautiful. Good-sized audience for Friday. Absolutely wonderful. Ryder, thanks so much for the uh, cookie left-wing media. There was a crazy, crazy story that happened today. Project. So the the FBI and the DOJ went and raided two Project Veritas journalists today. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let James O'Keefe explain this one. This video is six minutes long, but it's worth every second. We're gonna talk about this. Thank you so much, Johnny Boy, for the cookie. Meant to tell the last cookie that I love woke size. Welcome to Tennessee, buddy. Thank you so much, Johnny Boy. I appreciate that. Listen to the story of what happened with uh, the FBI and the DOJ now coming after James O'Keefe. This reeks of a setup. Take a listen. By making this statement, I am putting myself at great risk because on November fourth, Project Veritas came under attack. I woke to the news that apartments and homes of Project Veritas journalists, or former journalists, had been raided by FBI agents. It appears the Southern District of New York now has journalists in their sights for the supposed crime of doing their jobs lawfully and honestly, or at least this journalist. I had to think long and hard before making this statement. It's a decision that only I can make. They don't want me to defend myself and immediately tried to silence me. That's why the cover letter to the grand jury subpoena we received contains this language. Quote, the government hereby requests that you voluntarily refrain from disclosing the existence of the subpoena to any third party. While you are under no obligation to comply with our request, we are requesting you not to make any disclosure in order to preserve 
the confidentiality of the investigation and because the disclosure of the existence of this investigation might interfere with and impede the investigation, unquote. But while the Department of Justice requested us to not disclose the existence of the subpoena, something very unusual happened. Within an hour of one of our reporters' homes being secretly raided by the FBI, the New York Times, who we are currently suing for defamation, contacted the Project Veritas reporter to ask for comment. We do not know how the New York Times was aware of the execution of a search warrant at our reporter's home or the subject matter of the search warrant, as a grand jury investigation is secret. The F- so guys, just to recap that, the FBI raided these guys, and then within an hour, within an hour, the New York Times had the story. I wonder, um, I wonder if there's a, uh, a certain pattern of behavior between the feds, the DOJ, these corrupt people, just like Russiagate was. Um, and uh, same thing happened here. Within an hour, the New York Times had the story. Pretty, uh, pretty coincidental there. The FBI took materials of current former Project Veritas journalists, despite the fact that our legal team previously contacted the Department of Justice and voluntarily conveyed unassailable facts that demonstrate Project Veritas's lack of involvement in criminal activity and or criminal intent. Like any reporter, we regularly deal with the receipt of source information and take steps to verify its authenticity, legality, and newsworthiness. Our efforts were the stuff of responsible, ethical journalism, and we are in no doubt that Project Veritas acted properly at each and every step. However, it appears journalism itself may now be on trial. Late last year, we were approached by tipsters claiming they had a copy of Ashley Biden's diary. We had never met or heard of the tipsters. The tipsters indicated the diary had been abandoned in a room in which Ms. Biden stayed at the time, and in which the tipsters stayed in temporarily after Ms. Biden departed the room. The tipsters indicated that the diary included explosive allegations against then-candidate Joe Biden. The tipsters indicated that they were negotiating with a different media outlet for the payment of monies for the diary. The tipsters were represented by attorneys who handled the negotiations with Project Veritas. We investigated the claims provided to us, as journalists do. We took steps to corroborate the authenticity of the diary, at the end of the day, we made the ethical decision that because, in part, we could not determine if the diary was real, if the diary, in fact, belonged to Ashley Biden, or if the contents of the diary occurred, we could not publish the diary in any part thereof. We attempted to return the diary to an attorney representing Ms. Biden, but that attorney refused to authenticate it. Project Veritas gave the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it. Now, Ms. Biden's father's Department of Justice, specifically the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, appears to be investigating the situation, claiming the diary was stolen. We don't know if it was, but it begs the question, in what world is the alleged theft of a diary investigated by the president's FBI and his Department of Justice a diary? This federal investigation smacks of politics. Project Veritas never threatened or engaged in any illegal conduct. Should the Southern District of New York try to take away our First Amendment rights and uncover and publish newsworthy stories without government intimidation, be assured Project Veritas will not back down. Nothing stops at Project Veritas. Let me be clear.
Our mission is to serve the public's right to know by illuminating, revealing, exposing information others wish to hide for the wrong reasons. To quote Lord Acton, we believe everything kept in secret degenerates. We don't mislead or conceal. We investigate facts and potential newsworthy information. Sometimes, as was the case here, after we investigate, we decide not to publish a news story. The Project Artas will run from nothing and we will hide from nothing. We exist for the very purpose of discovering and revealing the truth and hope to make the world a more transparent place. Now, this is not the first time we have been attacked and it will not be the last. It most certainly will not. And ladies and gentlemen, he basically goes on to say that they're going to fight this. They're going to fight this. But you want to know the weird part about all this is this diary. This diary that's been out. This diary is already published, guys. You want to know when it was published? This was published back in October of last year. We actually talked about this diary on this show. And I have, a, I have a, some, I have one, one page of it that was the most damning out of all of it. It's real. But James O'Keefe, his team didn't want to touch it. They were handed, uh, this was handed over to them. It was a claim. They looked at it. But the worst part about this is, is that they decided they didn't want to go with it. They got enough on their plates right now. They went and brought this back to the authorities. They brought the diary back to the authorities. And what happens? The feds are banging down two of their, two of the, uh, of the, of, of the journalists on their doors the next day in New York City and in Westchester County. All lower New York. And the thing is, this same diary was already verified to be real by the New York Times and the FBI itself. And this is why I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, this whole thing reeks of a setup. But you know what this also tells me as well? Joe Joe Biden, the DOJ, they are scared shitless of Project Veritas and James O'Keefe and his crew scared you don't you don't send the FBI and DOJ to go do that unless you got some political motivation to shut these people down and this is coming right after what he exposed of Phil Murphy in New Jersey I highly believe that that race between Jack and Phil Murphy wouldn't have been as close would not have been as close if it wasn't for Project Veritas exposing Phil Murphy saying that as soon as uh his staff are saying as soon as he wins, there's going to be mandates for the entire state. We're just not going to say that right now because it's going to affect a voter turnout for me to be stay in power. But this is why it reeks of a setup, ladies and gentlemen. This diary, this diary's been out since last year. And the people that released it, it's right here. In the national file. This is from Patrick Halley. October 28th, 2020. It was 112 pages of Ashley Biden her diary revealing child sex trauma, drug abuse, resentment, and resentment for Joe. It's talking about the diary was started while the author was in a drug rehab facility in Florida and details of her romantic interest, crumbling marriage, struggling with drug and sex addiction, and family life. With limited redactions to protect the identities of private individuals, National Fire can now publish the full 112, full 112 diary. And they even had a, a, a handwriting expert verify that this was her, her handwriting. This thing already happened. This story happened last year. And Project Veritas decided they didn't they couldn't they they didn't want to mess with it. They through their vetting process didn't want to touch it. But the FBI still raided them anyways. Wow. Wow, and Fujikash won. 
James, James reporters got trumped. More of the same, the FBI leaking and feeding in info to the New York Times. Yes, Miss Fujikash, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And Emhart sell them what they uh, ship. Thank you so much. Reads, uh, ordering a Rogers jersey to go with my, with my star, Hornhug, and uh, Nitschik, fellow pack fan. Yes, we're everywhere. We are everywhere. This diary already exists, and I have the page here talking about an interaction between Joe Biden's daughter and Joe Biden. She writes here, hypersexualized at a young age. What does this do to? Was I molested? I think so. I can't remember specifics, but I do remember trauma. I remember not liking the uh, the, 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 the Woolzak's house. I'm assuming that's a family friend. I remember somewhat being sexualized uh, with, with Caroline. I think that says. I could be wrong on that. I remember having sex with friends and at a young age, Showers with my dad. And she puts in parentheses, probably not appropriate. Being turned being turned on when I wasn't supposed to be. I remember the Q-tips I hated getting my ears clean and talking about how they touched her, uh, her, you know, her uh, private parts due to overhearing parents having sex. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't, if you weren't, if you're new to this show, this, this was the stuff this was coming out. The laptop from hell was coming out. You guys have to remember, this was till, this was mid to late October, weeks before the election between Trump and Biden. This was the ammunition that not just my channel, X22, iPod, all of us, Red Pill, Methods, all of us. We're, we were in full in info, information war. And this was the stuff that was coming out right before the election that got that got us ultimately nuked before we could even get a word in about it. The Biden family is full of pedophiles. And the FBI has a has a knack at protecting pedophiles, just like they protected Jeffrey Epstein with Mueller. How they uh, protected Larry Nasser recently. All these gymnasts, these young ladies that got molested and touched and groped for years on the Olympic team. The Olympic team definitely had a part in covering it up, but so did the FBI. What are they so afraid of, ladies and gentlemen? What are they so afraid of? And I'm. this might be the first time you guys are seeing this, but I do remember showing this exact page. And that's just one page. There's, 111, there's 111, 110 more pages of this. Crazy, 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 crazy times. Crazy times. We went over a little bit of our, of our normal time, ladies and gentlemen. But the leftovers I want to get to are very curious. I want to show you this tweet from Mark Elias, the one that's deeply in bed with the Democrat lawyers, Democrat lawyer himself, but deeply in bed with the Clintons. We know everything going down with the Clintons right now with all of the, um, all, all the disclosure coming out from Biden's, uh, not Biden's, uh, Durham's indictments. Look what Mark Elias, Mark Elias tweeted this out last night. He goes on to say, who knew she was talking about congressional Republicans? And he puts a quote here from Hillary. You know, just to be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables, right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. You guys all remember that. And then he puts hashtag still with her. Still with her. (laughs) 
This is signaling to me, guys. My first thought was he's putting this. This was, guys, there's the date on it. You guys can see it. This was just yesterday. This is telling me, hey, uh, don't kill me. Don't kill me. I know you're getting exposed right now, but I still got your back, Hillary. Still got your back. Don't, don't suicide me. Very weird. But with everything going on with the Clintons and uh, all that stuff with uh, Spygate, I don't know how the DOJ and FBI can ever, ever repair their reputation in the public's eye. How do they do it? They're turning in. They are the modern day brown shirts. Not much different than BLM and Antifa. They're just, they, they just got suits on. And this isn't, you know, I'm not talking about all FBI agents. I know there's probably good, there's definitely good people in there. But all their actions, everything they say from the leadership, it's just like the military, the Pentagon. It's all, they're all cucked out. And Sean Davis put this tweet out. I thought this was fire. Think of all the lies and crimes we've learned about in the last four years that were the foundation of the entire Russian ho- collusion hoax perpetrated against us by our own government. And then think about the number of DOJ, FBI whistleblowers who came forward to tell the truth. Zero. Zero. You would think one would come out. Maybe one to Project Veritas. Zero. And then he goes on to say, remember the next this next time someone tells you DOJ and the FBI are perfectly fine institutions and the only problems is with the handful of people in the leadership. Not one whistleblower in the entire agency stepped forward to disclose what they were doing. Not one. And guys, I don't like to blanket statement really anything you know I I'm sure there's some decent people that work in the FBI there's decent people that work in almost every sector but the FBI and the DOJ I don't know I have no idea it's crazy and uh, General Flynn was on his telegram today talking about pretty much him saying like they're corrupt and he's like I know how to fix it General Flynn talking about, I know how to fix it. I could fix the FBI. I could clean it up from top to bottom. It would take something like that to uh, to fix it. There's no there's no other way. No other way. So guys, to uh, to lighten up the mood here, I know we talked a lot about a dark dark heavy things today. Here's uh here's Nancy Pelosi. This was her talking, I think, yesterday or trying to talk. Look at this drunk bitch here. We're getting our we're sending stuff over to the Senate. Well. It's- most of the product that we've done is, except now we we may have added in the last day or so, and some what? of what we added is Senate to the bill, like a hearing. Bernie doesn't like hearing. Excuse me. Bernie loves hearing. <laughs> Manchin is, doesn't want hearing in the bill and all that stuff. Um, so it's only Senate-oriented, <laughs> and then we had the family medical leave. We figured if they're putting things in, then we can put something in. What if, the hell? Know, Manchin doesn't like it. So, um... Uh, so we are getting some third and privilege. I think I think mostly we're getting privilege scrub because privilege scrub is deadless to a bill. Bird is important. You have to take it out, but privilege violation can take you out. So so we're again getting that as we go along as well. But when we pass a bill, then they will. <laughs> See it in its aggregate and make. <laughs> What's uh, she talking some... about? Any of this is 
messaging because that they have to oh my take God, some I'm of horrified. those things out regardless, no matter what you send over? You said you weren't going to send messaging pill. It ain't water, no, that's no, vodka. No, no, we're not messaging pill, but we uh, want to be sure that what we send is not birdable or bird bath or birdable? privilege scrub. What? Exercises we're engaged, bathing exercises we're engaged in, and um, uh, we're getting good responses. There's no bad answer. You know, it is what it is. There's a certain object. <laughs> oh my dear lord! She drunk, ladies and gentlemen. She drunk. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! That ain't water. That certainly ain't water. No, it's not water. I'm telling you guys, that's straight, that's straight, like, tequila, vodka, I don't know what. Birdbath or privilege scrub? What is she talking about, man? I don't know what she's talking about anymore. She's lost it. (laughs) What's what's the fuck is she on? She's got that good stuff, I guess. I don't know. I really don't know. So, what I'm going to uh, put out here, ladies and gentlemen, um, let me just uh, see real quick. Let me see if I can find it. I didn't even let my mods know about this, so this one's on me, guys. All my mods out there. I didn't give you this before the show because I totally forgot. So, I created a Locals channel, fa- uh, fam. As you all know, I got booted off Patreon uh, last year. I had a big following on Patreon. It's a subscription-based, obviously. I did my uh, my private streams there, my my exclusive content, and also my private streams on Monday nights. I'm going to be doing that again, and um, it's another great way to help me fuel um, the fuel the channel full time. So, Diddy already Diddy already signed up for it, so I appreciate it. I, I know you're out there, Diddy. Thank you so much. I'm going to put the link out for it. And if you guys want to subscribe to it, fantastic. If not, it's all good. I know you guys support me in so many other ways, but I got to diversify. I got to get back what I lost. And uh, let me see here real quick. Just got to find a link for it. And there it is. So I'm going to drop that out there, guys. I'm going to be doing private live streams on Mondays. Um, they can only be a half hour long until I get to 50 subscribers and they go to an hour. But I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be doing private live streams on Monday nights, and also be posting exclusive content there, as well. So I'm gonna put that link out there right now. It's called the Woke Fam, appropriately titled. I just put it in Foxhole. I just put it in uh, in Twitch. Rumble, I'll throw it out there. I'm sorry, Wise Mob here. I'm sorry. I I, I was totally forgot. I lost track, and I'm gonna put that out there for you as well. It's in DLive. There you go. So if you guys want to subscribe to that, that'd be fantastic. It's going to help this channel uh, stay afloat. And uh, it's going to be exclusive just for uh, for the for the, the diehard Woke fans out there that want to get an extra live stream and some other uh, fun goodies. Discounts on merch. I got a whole, I got a whole, I got to build the whole thing together. Just like when I have with my Patreon. So there it is. I didn't want. I didn't want to create it. Subscribestar would not let me make an account with them. I have no idea why. They just stonewalled me. Maybe it's because of my reputation. So uh, locals is uh, they're more friendlier to content creators. So said, screw it. Let me go on there. I'll do it. So there's that. So guys, what are you gonna be doing this weekend? Let me know. Because tomorrow is gonna be a uh, probably most likely a wine society. If we get 
We got, uh, my wife ordered uh, one of those boxes of wine. They send you like a whole mis- mishmash of stuff. And um, it's you just get, I think it's like six bottles. Whatever you get is get in the box. It's, it's relatively pretty cheap. So um, hopefully that'll be there tomorrow. Hopefully that'll be there tomorrow. Either the either way, if it's not, we'll figure something else out, and um, we'll have fun tomorrow night. Just as much fun as Nancy had on that presser. One hundred percent. All right, guys. Let me get you your lemons over on D Live here. Thank you all so much for hanging out. Brainpot says fans only. Sounds like a site that has to be made. Hey, Brainpot, you don't even know about my OnlyFans. That's where it gets really spicy. You're talking about the uh, the woke underwear. That's when that comes out. So there you go, guys. There's your lemons. Let me get my gold pill music on for all you guys over on uh, Foxhole. Get you guys your scratch-offs. Uh, and let's see. So Karen Hare, the wife, is probably still sleeping. She hasn't messaged me back yet, or she hasn't looked at her phone. If you follow me on Telegram, um, I can let you know on the Telegram. <laughs> or I can just let you know tomorrow night. As long as you send it to the link that my mods were dropping, it, it goes to my wife's account. Oh, it goes to the same place. I appreciate that. SA2829, thanks so much for the cookie. I appreciate that. In three, two, one, let's release the scratch-off. You guys go. Get your gold pills. Beautiful. You guys have a lot of great time. Thank you all. Have some more fun tomorrow. Thanks, Diddy. I saw your comment out there. Thanks, brother. I appreciate the support. Thank you. Another great channel on. I think we're all set. Purple Truth Angel, thanks so much for the can. I appreciate that. Puts us at over 9,000 gold pills for the night. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you all so much, guys. The donations, I can't tell you. Um, any kind of financial support, if it's if it's the Locals channel, if it's the uh, gold pill donations, the cash apps, um, the merch stores, ladies and gentlemen, you're the reason why I can do this uh, five five days a week. Could not do this without that support going forward. And um, as long as you guys will have me, I will continue to do this um, five days a week. Going to be six days a week, probably starting uh, this coming Monday. So, that's all I got. Heavy show today. Heavy show for Friday, but hey, it had to happen. Had to happen. We had a, we had a lot of wins this week. Virginia Sweep, Red Wave, Durham and Diamonds. Lord knows what's going to happen tomorrow and next week. 
Guys, the rest of the week is going to be, the rest of the, until the end of the year, it's going to be nuts, guys. Follow me on Telegram, Gab, Rumble, all those places. Love you guys. I'll see you all tomorrow night. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.